0: Let's go! Go. 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 Get ready to mash up the place.
1: It's time to crank it up. Yep, you heard the man. It's time to crank it up. Crank it up right here on Wrath of the Messiah. Well, welcome to the show. Today is Wednesday, August 17th, and we have another great topic for you tonight on the show so stay tuned we got more to come
0: The oh, yeah. Oh.
1: Yehuda Green, what an awesome, awesome, awesome song. Tonight we have a great show for you tonight. We're talking about what is the Messianic Age and Messianic Kingdom. We're going to be diving right into this from our article from GodQuestions.org as usual. And I came up with this because for some reason I wanted to change up things a little bit. And this, uh, I don't know, this kind of struck a nerve. You want to call it like that. I don't know when I was looking at it I said this is a very interesting topic only because what you see around you in the world today it seems like the more we look on the news and hear stuff and read stuff in the newspapers we see the coming of the Lord is coming sooner and sooner than we think I don't know about you but I know that it's very very soon before he steps on the Mount of Olives as it says in the book of Zechariah anyway we're gonna begin with the article that states that the Messianic Age or messianic kingdom is the future period of time when the Messiah will reign and bring universal peace to the earth Christians believe the Messiah in Jesus Christ who came to earth previously lived a perfect life died for the sins of the world and rose again many Jews believe that the Messiah has yet to be revealed but will certainly make himself known to all the world in the future now that is the crux and that is the problem Many Jews don't believe that he came and rose again from the dead and he lives on, his spirit lives on the earth and he lives in heaven with the Father. They deny the fact of who Yeshua was back then and even now they deny it. And it's a sad thing because, you know, Jesus was Jewish. I don't understand. What's the big deal? Why can't you get it? But they don't. So until the fullness of the Gentiles comes in, as the Bible says, it's going to be a while and according to what we see the tribulation that's coming very soon after the rapture of the church there's going to be a 7 year stretch it's called the it tribulation again and this is when i think that when the jews are going to come to the saving faith in the messiah yeshua but it is only the only after the 7 years where they suffer even more so what they went through in the in auschwitz and holocaust is nothing in comparison to what the antichrist is going to pour out on unbelieving Jews anyway it says we take the pre-millennial view of the end times which sees the messianic age as coming after the second coming of Christ when Jesus returns in glory he will defeat his enemies judge the remaining inhabitants of the earth, set up an earthly kingdom and bind Satan for 1,000 years that is amazing, I mean think about that, a 1,000 years I mean, I don't know. I can't even think of 100 years. I think 100 years is a long time. That's one century. So imagine 10 times. That is a long, long time for Satan to be bound up. I wish he was bound up yesterday. But anyway, let's look at the characteristics of the Messianic Age. The Messianic Age will be ruled by the Lord Jesus. Peter the Apostle tells us about Jesus. For example, It says, Heaven must receive Him until the time comes for God to restore everything as He promised long ago through His Holy Prophets. And that's from Acts 3 and 21. Before Jesus was born, the angel Gabriel told his mother of her son's future kingdom. And I quote, The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end and that's from Luke 1, 32 and 33. Jesus spoke of the time, quote, when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him and he will sit on his glorious throne. And that's from Matthew 25, 31. Jesus is the King of Kings, Revelation nineteen sixteen, who will roll the nations with, quote, an iron scepter. And that's from uh, Revelation 19, 15. And also, if you want to look in Psalms, you'll find something to that effect in Psalms 2.9. The article also states that the Messianic Age will also feature a worldwide kingdom. As he say in Psalm 2, the Messiah King will be enthroned in Zion, verse 6. But all the nations of the earth are his inheritance. Quote, the ends of the earth, his possession, end quote, verse 8. The prophet Daniel pictured the king of the Messiah as, quote, a huge mountain that filled the whole earth, Daniel 2.35. And I'll read that. It says, Then the iron, the clay, the bronze, and the silver, and the gold all together were broken in pieces and became like the chaff of the summer's threshing floors. And the wind carried them away so that not a trace of them could be found. But the stone that struck the image, and it goes on and on and on. I'm not going to read the whole text. And you can do that if you want at a later time. So let's read on. We see here now also, now that we've read that verse, the Messianic age will be a time of unparalleled blessing. The Bible predicts that the Messiah's rule will usher in worldwide peace. Now, I'm going to give you a whole load of scriptures here that we see here in this article. It's amazing that you want to look this stuff up. There's countless scriptures in regards to what I just stated. For example, Isaiah 11, 6 and 7. Write these things down, these scriptures down. Micah, 4, 3. And then it talks about justice, Isaiah 11, 3 and 4. Unity, Isaiah 11 and 10. Abundance, Isaiah 35, 1 and 2. Healing, Isaiah 35, 5 and 6. Am I going too fast? Let me slow down. Righteousness. Isaiah 35 and 8. And joy. Isaiah 55 and 12. I hope you wrote those down because they are excellent references that you can look up when you finish listening to this podcast. The meek will be protected and honored. Matthew 5, 5. And you see also... Another reference: Psalm thirty-seven and eleven. People will know and honor the Lord. Quote, for the Lord will be for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Isaiah eleven and nine. Sin and rebellion against the king will be punished promptly and with perfect justice. Isaiah eleven three and five and Zechariah fourteen sixteen through nineteen. I'm going to think I'm going to read that one. Then everyone who survives for all of all the nations that have come against Jerusalem shall go up year after year to worship the king, the Lord of hosts, and to uh, keep the Feast of Booths. Verse 17, and if any of the families of the king do not go to the Jerusalem to worship the king, and I'm not going to read on, but you can read that at a later, later time. Also, we see the Messianic Age will be a time of the earth's physical restoration, the curse on the earth will be lifted during the Messiah's rule, and prosperity and beauty will spread. Quote, The desert and the parched land will be glad. The wilderness will rejoice and blossom. Like the crocus, it will burst into bloom. It will rejoice greatly and shout for joy. Here's a few more verses here. Isaiah 35, 1 and 2, and 11, 6 through 9, and 35, Verse 7. You guys are getting a lot of verses of scripture here, I'm telling you. Then we then we see the role of Israel in the Messianic age. This should be interesting. During the Messianic kingdom, Paul's words will come true. As it says in Romans eleven twenty six. 26, all Israel will be saved. Israel will be regathered to the promised land, which will finally reach the geographical boundaries prophesied long ago which were prophesied in these verses here Jeremiah 31 1 through 14 Amos 9 11 through 15 Joshua 1 verse 4 Israel will experience a revival Davidic kingdom bigger and grander than ever quote never again to be uprooted Amos 9 15 the division of Israel and Judah will be gone and the nation will be united. Jeremiah three eighteen. The people of Israel will enjoy a spiritual restoration and true fellowship with God. Isaiah two three 45.17 Zechariah thirteen and nine and Malachi three verses three through four. Now this is interesting because when you look at this verse in Romans eleven twenty six, I've always wanted to know what does that mean. All Israel will be saved. Does that mean every Jew? Will be saved? When will they be saved? Well, it tells us, as this article is specified, Israel will be regathered to the promised land, which will will finally reach the geographical boundaries prophesied long ago. Uh, Let me back up. I was looking at something real quick. That's why I paused because I clicked on the link that said geographical boundaries. I'll look at that again. It says, has Israel's territory ever encompassed? The promises of one Joshua one four. I think I'm not gonna get into that. But it's interesting. I've always wondered about that. When would all Israel be saved? I wish they would be saved again yesterday, but it has not taken place. It has to come when God says to come. It's not coming when we want it to come. Because I know a lot of Jewish people and families want their loved ones. The one that have The ones that have gotten saved. The ones that have come to a saving knowledge of of Yeshua. They want their families and friends to come to him. But maybe it's not time yet. Maybe God is still working in their hearts. Maybe God is setting things up. Maybe in the future, maybe it can be as soon as sooner than we think. I don't know. All we can do is hope and pray that it will be soon before everything is complete. Here we see worship. In the Messianic Age, the worship of the law will be pure. In the Messianic Age, here's, two, here's another uh, six chapters here. You can look at Ezekiel 40 through 46. It says it describes a temple whose dimensions are larger than any temple yet seen in Jerusalem, and we believe this is the center of worship during the Messianic Kingdom. Isaiah points to this temple as a destination for all the nations of the world. Quote. In the last days, the mountain of the Lord's temple will be established as the highest of all the mountains. It will be exalted above the hills, and the nations will stream to it. This is Isaiah 2 2. The worshippers the will sincerely sing, seek the Lord, saying, quote, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the temple of the God of Jacob, or I should say Yaakov. He will teach us his way so that we may walk in his path. Isaiah 2 3. Ezekiel's prophecy also indicates that sacrifice will be offered in this millennial temple Ezekiel 43 13 through 27. These will differ from the Mosaic sacrifices that they will mem- memorize, I'm sorry, memorialize the death of Christ rather than anticipate it. And in conclusion, the Bible is full of prophecies pointing to Jesus as the promised Messiah. In addition, it gives hope of a future time on earth when Jesus will set things right and rule in righteousness and peace. The enemy of our soul, Satan, will be unable to act during that time. The Lord Jesus will do what no king, ruler, or government has ever been able to do. Bring peace on earth. And that says here, see Isaiah 9.6 and Luke 2.14. Isaiah 9.6 says, this is a very familiar verse for I for uh, I'm sorry for uh, to us is a child is born to us a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called wonderful counselor mighty god everlasting father prince of peace hallelujah i know you know that verse powerful and luke 2:14 glory to god in the highest and on earth peace among those whom he is pleased I was just looking at my page. It just moved up a little bit. But it's amazing what we see here, folks. It's coming very, very soon. I don't know. I get excited just even thinking about it. But I don't know. I think that we need to really be hopeful that this happens sooner than we think. I mean, I don't know what to think anymore every time I turn on the television screen. Politics is getting even more complicated. People are attacking Trump. Biden is saying it's not good anymore. People said get him out, but who do who do we have? We, <laughs> we don't have anybody. The U.S. doesn't really have you know anybody. I, I don't know because there's we're really running out of ammunition. There's really not a lot of people out there that really want to take on this responsibility. I don't think so. I don't. Before you know, before I remember back in the days, we had people, more candidates, more qualified people. Nowadays, you don't really have anybody that's really qualified. If you ask me, I don't know. I just think that right now, I think we've just run out of gas. This country's run out of gas. and You think gas prices are high. Hey, they may go up even higher. I'm praying that they don't. I'm praying that they go down because I think I've had it. They all, into effect, have gone down some, but not enough for many people. I think that uh, we're waiting for get some more relief at the pump. Amen. All right, I'm going to play another song here. And then we're going to continue with some final thoughts. Thanks for listening. I'm going to play some more Yehuda Green, Land of Your (laughs) Soul. Thanks for being here today. And just joined us this is Gil Burgos from Grafted and the Messiah. Today I'm going to be finishing up an article here that I was speaking about. If you just join us again, please listen from the beginning. And I'm pretty sure it will touch you. Amen. Okay, let's continue. I have some final thoughts that I'm gonna share with you. And basically, we're gonna I'm gonna just tell you about the, the thousand-year reign of Christ. That's what I want to just barely Not too much, just to summarize a little bit because I know people have a lot of questions when it comes to the thousand years and stuff like that, which is called the millennial. So let me finish up here with this. It says the millennial, also known as the millennial kingdom, is the 1,000-year reign of Jesus after the tribulation. That's the seven years, after the seven years, rather. And before the great white throne judgment of the wicked. The great white throne judges, just to let you know, it's not for believers, it's for unbelievers. So people say, oh my God, they get so scared. Christians, they're not going to face the white throne judgment. Those are for people that rejected Christ on the earth. They will suffer the consequences for their actions. We will be judged differently, not like that, because we already have accepted the Lord. Anyway, during the millennium, Jesus will reign as king over Israel, and all the nations of the world, as we see in Isaiah 2, 4 and 42, 1. The world will live in peace, as I mentioned earlier, and I was mentioning some other scriptures from Isaiah 11, uh, 6 through 9, and 32, verse 18. I think I said those before. And Satan will be bound, as I mentioned again, Revelation 21 through 3. And at the beginning, everyone will worship God, Isaiah 2, verses 2 and 3. Now, this is what I found interesting. The purpose of the thousand-year reign is to fulfill various promises God made to the world. Wow, that is powerful. Let me repeat that. The purpose of the thousand-year reign is to fulfill various promises God made to the world. Some of, some of these promises, called covenants, were given specifically to Israel. Others were giving. To Jesus, the nations of the world, and creation. Jesus' 1,000 year reign will be the time of promises kept. Hallelujah. Again, I can't wait for this to occur. Amen. All right, guys, that's about it. I don't really have a lot to go over. Let me fix that. Uh, why does this keep jumping? I don't know. Every time I do certain things for the Lord, I get attacked. I don't know, lately I've been being attacked a lot with this this mix-up. Anyway, for more information on Grafted in Messiah, go to graftedinmessiah.org. Check us out. We have a podcast there. Go to Podomatic. Subscribe to the podcast. We're going to continue doing this. Uh, I think I got a few, I don't know, several more. I'm halfway through my, uh, my account on Podomatic. So listen, download, share with your friends, family, loved ones, and be a blessing to everyone else by being part of the kingdom amen keep praying for the Jewish nation for the Jews not too long ago they suffered another attack over there it's not going to stop people it's not going to stop it's going to keep going and keep going and keep going we don't know how long this is going to be I guess until Yeshua comes it's not going to go away all you could do again is pray amen so again till the next time I see may the Lord bless you may he keep you may he shine his light upon you be gracious to you May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you shalom. Thank you for being here and we'll hope to see you next week. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week again for a fresh round. In case you want to get this CD or album it's Land of the Soul by Yehuda Green, which came out in 2018. And it's amazing. Land of Your Soul. It has about, let me see, 12 tracks? Yeah. It's a lot on Apple Music that uh, Yehuda Green is at. One, two, three, four of them I see right here, plus the one I'm, you're listening to right now. All right, enjoy this one. This is Nishmash Khokhai
0: I can only nishmas <laughs>